This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Welcome everyone, this is Dave C. And this is a podcast, a uh, fairly recent podcast, uh, Never Isolated, hosted here on the TalkShoe site. Why do I say hosted here on the TalkShoe site if you're listening here on the TalkShoe site? Well, that's because it's now available in a number of places, not least of which is iTunes, or indeed the podcast app on iOS, and a number of other podcast uh, things, including Pocket Casts and many other ones. So um, that's why I make that uh, reference. I also need to declare, as I mentioned before, that um, I do work part-time for TalkShoe, but this is not an official call of theirs. This is my own personal call. And anything I say here is uh, my own thoughts, opinions, and and research, as it were. So um, there we go. The show ID is 7910667. And um, trying to do these uh, five times uh, a week, although... um, I didn't do one yesterday, being a Monday uh, and still a bank holiday. Well, in a way I did, but more on that in a moment. So let me just uh, give you the tit- title and some basics, and then we'll get on with today's what rather may be, unfortunately, a stupendous round of uh, catch-up statistics. So today is Tuesday, April the 14th, or as we like to say in the UK, the 14th of April 2020. And the show ID is episode 20, Never Isolated, Weekend Roundup. Because, of course, in a number of countries, particularly here in the UK, we've had an enjoyed, that's too strong a word, I think. We have endured, that's too strong a word, uh, survived, hopefully mostly survived a four-day weekend Um and uh, we we have some catching up to do. So the strap line or the information based on this site is after a four day weekend and the checking of figures for just these few days makes for grim reading. We cover the facts so that hopefully tomorrow we can focus on more positive stories. Yes, I've read a few positive stories, but um, I thought with the, a four days of uh, stats to cover through, uh, not that by saying them quickly, um, it, it makes the impact any the less and the losses any the less tragic. But um, we're hoping uh, that we are sort of plateauing somewhat here in the UK. Uh, there's always been this statements by uh, our government on their daily briefings and in other countries that um, um, most countries seem to be on a fairly similar trajectory but the way they do the graphs on this is they start from when a country either had their first death or their first 10 deaths and then slide the graphs from each country to that start point. And in that case, is it sometimes seems as though some countries are ahead, but it doesn't mean they are ahead in terms of faring better or faring worse for that matter. It simply means that they're further along the projected curve 
And this is the curve, of course, where implementations have been taking place to modify those awful statistics. Um, and um, to that end, um, I'm doing this little show just to, to, to give from a, an individual, a personal perspective of how I've seen and noticed and read about the, um, uh, the, 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 the deprivations, that's the word I'm looking for, deprivations and, and the, the curtailing of society and so on, simply so we together, as the Queen put it, together we can get through this. And of course, this has been mentioned in all the daily briefings. But of course, that's one of my usual asides because I wasn't going to say any of that. I don't use the script here. <laughs> you noticed? Never. I thought I, I thought it sounded so scripted. Well, there you are. It's uh, it's done by an amateur in an amateurish way, but they are, as I say, uh, mainly facts that I take, uh, not take, um, sample from the BBC site. That's uh, BBC.co.uk. That's because I believe it to be. Um, on the whole, and certainly in important things like this, to be um, probably the best site to give the information that I need to try and uh, digest and uh, come to terms with and um, rationalise uh, the best behaviour uh, to hopefully mean that my family, myself, friends, and of course the wider community get through this and through the other side of it. So there we are. So two positive things I'm going to say now. Yeah, don't hang up just yet. Let me at least say these two positive things. First of all, uh, over the weekend, we took a break from uh, all this news and I did um, um, not a live show. Um, I didn't have people on it, but I did it as a live show. I used one of my unlisted calls and I did a quiz. This um, quiz um, was uh, for episode 19. I did this, uh, I did it on the 12th, but it got posted up really for the April the 13th. Episode 19, Never Isolated, The Lonesome Quiz 1. Now, the number one might be a bit hopeful. I'm hoping to do some more, but uh, we will see. And I'll just read the show notes for that um, just briefly, and then we'll get on with, uh, with the sort of... Uh, uh, Chore, no, I shouldn't say chore, the litany of information I have to follow on from there. But at least stay listening for a few moments longer if you think, oh, gosh, where this guy going? OK, so quiz. I recorded episode rather than a usual live show. Uh, listed as, ha um, sorry, it was um, a show, a quiz that happened uh, uh, on the 12th, as I say, but I dated it for the 13th. Uh, we take a, a break from reality and try a little quiz without any live participants. In other words, you will never know whether you won. Uh, you, you were able to score 10 points for a correct answer. If you heard and listened on for the clue I gave, you could only score yourself five points. There were a total of about 400 points up for grabs. I did the whole thing as a straight recording. Well, actually, I did one little edit for one little section when I had to uh, take a break from the call. Uh, so please forgive any stumbles in that because uh, I left them in. There you go. So that is 
Episode 19, Never Isolated, the Lonesome Quiz one. And if you want to listen to another episode of this and think, well, has this guy done anything a bit more uplifting? Well, that's the one to check out, episode 19. And thank you for uh, doing so, if indeed you do. So, my, oh, and tomorrow, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. I didn't catch that quickly enough. Um, and tomorrow... That will be um, on uh, Wednesday, April the 15th. We're going to try and have a positive day of Roundup. We're going to focus more on stories and things that we find where uh, people are trying to bring to bear either their skills, whether that being uh, bringing people together via video, or whether it's um, artistic endeavours, uh, whether it's people adapting, um, you know, um, stuff that their company makes normally to making things that will be for the effort. Whether I even saw a development in 3D printing as well. But that will be tomorrow, episode 21, Never Isolated. That's going to be a positive roundup uh, of things. No doubt there will be some uh, dreadful statistics to mention, but the emphasis will be on that. So there we go. I've wasted uh, so many minutes just telling you before we get started. So the reason I did that, because if there's anybody now thinking, oh, it's going to be depressing from now on, they may want to stop listening at this point. And if they've listened to now, thank you very much for that. If you want to catch up over the weekend, maybe like me, you sort of over the weekend thought, you know what, I'm going to step away from this. I'm going to think of my own uh mental well-being um we've got to survive as a family in the house and um i'm going to um sort of um self-isolate from the news well i'm sorry um i'm going to give you a little bit of a roundup from this now i did make some <clears throat> um little um, mentions here so uh, let me just take one brief mention a second there we go um and i'm going to get out first of all the two really recent uh pieces of information that i've got uh three actually and then we'll go backwards to the early announcement so the Monday's numbers announced for Sunday, and there'll be new numbers announced later today, of course. In the UK, remember, this is mainly focused on the UK, but I do cover what happens in other countries as well. These were some of the headline later figures. Uh, on Monday, it was announced that there had been a further 717 deaths. But that's been plateauing around that, not going over the thousand mark. Uh, but uh, those were Sunday figures. And sometimes Sunday figures can be on the lower side of what then becomes the Monday, Tuesday figures. But we'll take it. It's 717, giving the total, as of announced yesterday for the Sunday, 11,329 UK registered deaths. More recently than that, they have announced that the, they announced about that time that the world deaths were 1.8 million. That's been updated to 1.9 million. 
And another very recent figure that I've only just noticed this morning is that the analysis of the UK figures, they're complex, of course, with people having underlying issues and what what percentage they factored into the person um, succumbing to the illness. Currently, they're thinking that 6,000 more per week in the UK are dying than wouldn't otherwise normally be dying. Um, I think it's normally uh, averaged out because, of course, there are winter and summer numbers. Uh, normally, 16,000 a week die from all natural causes and accidents and so on. That number has increased by a further 6,000. Now, if you can cast your minds back, uh, one of the hearings that um, a health minister gave to one of the government privy meetings, they said that it was 16,000. And if we can keep the number of deaths down to uh, 20,000, uh, then we would be doing uh, extremely well in terms of well, that was an, a weekly extra. So is 6,000 more per week a sign that we have stemmed an absolute flood of deaths that could have basically had another zero on the end of that number? Uh, so I don't know whether to view that as a positive or a negative, but it, and I did say that we are sort of going downhill at this point. So sorry. And if you need to drop off, uh, I understand. But however, the, the figure are now being more refined because what's happened, it's not the fact that they're revising what they think. It's just that more people are being tested. And that means they, the database that they've got to extrapolate from perhaps will get a, a, a smaller margin of error. And also some of the figures that come from the community are, they need, they used to be nearly a week behind. Then they were four days behind. They're getting that information more quickly fed in to the daily numbers that we get, of course, from hospitals. Those, and as the chief medical officer said, the reason we use the figures from the hospitals is that they are um, cl clear, tested results done at the medical base themselves, highly, well, highly distressing, but highly accurate. And therefore, you can use interpretations from that and know that, the you know, what's the old adage? Uh, when I used to know uh, with computers, garbage in, garbage out. Well, they wanted the data to be data they were sure of. It means that the data from other sources has to be more carefully sifted because there will be some on the death certificates. And we're talking about death certificates uh, in effect here. Um, the doctor has to put down the main cause of death, which will perhaps normally be pneumonia, but then the contributing things to that. Uh, and then they have to do some sort of statistical analysis on that. The current thinking is that the overall deaths where the COVID-19 or the overall coronavirus made a, a significant impact 
towards the premature death of even people because remember somebody in nine of 90 can die and it can still be a premature death if it was projected that they had another two or three four years of life and that's one of the positive stories i'll mention tomorrow come back tomorrow for that about a 99 year old man raising money for charity mention a bit more about that tomorrow but um the total is likely to be 15 percent higher than the reported numbers so far so that's something you need to know so let's if we're sold that the number is now 11,329 UK you need to do the maths on that I wonder if I can do that live while we're on the show um if I um you see this is live I told you it is live let's um bring up the calculator on my phone so if I put in and this is awful we're not counting um abstract figures here we're literally talking about human stories human deaths and if we times that by um 115 that actually means that that figure of 11,329 with the 15% is just over um 13,000 it's would come out at 13,028 that's just taking a very simple calculation horrific in its implications so the likelihood is that when these figures are modified it will be nearer the 13,000 mark oh dear can we carry on yeah we're going to carry on because we want to get oh one more piece of good news um and i did mention this on the quiz that uh, Boris Johnson has been discharged from hospital, but he's also since said he owes his life to the NHS. It could have gone either way, he said. So clearly, although he didn't go on a ventilator, they weren't lying about that. Um, it does mean that um, he was in a pretty bad state. And of course, he's now um, not doing work. He is in a recovery mode. Okay, we're going to go back uh, through my stats that I wrote down uh, over the weekend in preparation for today. And I'm going to go through them quickly because, of course, there's been since superseded by the figures I've already given. And they will be superseded, unfortunately, by the figures given later today. They usually have this um, uh, um, announcement or conference. It, usually the Scottish one comes first about half four and then the uh, sometimes we see the Welsh one and then uh, the UK one sorry the English one and the before the English one we see the English figures on the breaking news but then actually at that meeting they give the overall figures for the whole of the UK including Northern Ireland and Wales as well so going backwards uh, starting from um, the Saturday as it were let me just read some of these figures and I'm sorry they're going to be read um, fairly quickly the US as the whole had reached and this of course has been superseded since 462,000 cases nearly uh, 16,500 deaths 
And the global figure at that time was 1.6 million and 95,000 deaths. Of course, that's already superseded 100,000, already superseded 1.9 million. Uh, Spain has uh, had um, at that time 153,000 cases and Italy 143,000 cases. And of course, that was when we found out that America had become the country with the most cases. Um, and, um, and China has reported 82,000 cases, which does seem a little low, but, you know, it's difficult to know about that. Um, New York State now has more coronavirus cases than any single country, according to the latest figures. And that was over the weekend, of course. Um, uh, of the new deaths announced uh, today, uh, I'll, I'll skip that. The, uh, oh, the total of confirmed deaths in hospital in England at the time was then, under the 10,000 mark, it was 8,114. But then shortly after that, another further 866 deaths were announced. And that was Thursday's info. It was announced on Friday, but it was Thursday's info. But higher, as you can see, than the 117 uh, of my most recent. And then Friday, unfortunately, it was even worse. There were 19,304 in care with just over 1,000 spare uh, intensive care beds. The new total deaths then were 8,958 uh, and the total new deaths announced on the Saturday, but for the Friday figures were 980. And I think that was the highest figures reported. Um, later in on the Saturday, it was reported at new figures of um, 917 further deaths and the total just reaching up to the 10,000 mark at 9,875. Now you're going to say, why are you listing these, David? Well, the reason is, grim as it is, it, those figures were hitting the 800s and 900s and the last couple of figures have dropped down below the 800s towards the 700. So is this a sign that the figures are topping out. Not that they're ending, not that those people in hospital are still in great danger, not that more may still be coming into hospital, but that they were topping deaths. And the New York State Governor Andrew Comro, was that C-U-O-M-O, -O, reported 671 deaths uh, on Easter Sunday, raising the dates the state's death total to over 10,000 to 10,056. And then on Monday, earlier Monday, the uh, Sunday stats, the US recorded 557,663 cases and 116,052 deaths linked to the COVID virus. The, the highest number on both counts in the world. And of course, we are now waiting for um, the, the most recent deaths. Um, as I say, the last figures announced had been in the UK. Um, first of all, 
there was um, the uh, Sunday update where it was 737 and then yesterday it was 717 again but Sunday's figures can always be slightly unreported for getting the, the information to the statisticians and the total deaths went up from 10,612 from the Saturday numbers announced on Sunday to the Sunday numbers announced on Monday of a total of 11,329 and that is grim but the figures are not rocketing up if we had not done this staying in our own homes as much as possible keeping our social distances there is no doubt in the minds of those who people have the facts and figures to hand and i won't give an actual figure but there could in the worst case scenario those figures that were reaching towards the 1000 a day could have been up towards another 50% higher than that. But clearly over the holiday weekend, the numbers have dropped per day by 200. Now we need to brace ourselves somewhat for the figures announced today, although they again, they will be for Monday. So this middle of the week, there could be a little bit of a spike, which may be adding in catch up numbers from this long weekend. So for this period of, and this is my assessment now, not official assessment, it would appear to me from Thursday of last week to Thursday of this week, there's going to be a lot more erratic looking numbers simply because of the way the figures have come in with a four day weekend. And although the hospitals have been under great stress, their numbers have probably been fairly well documented and reported on time within 24 hour scale. But the, the numbers beyond that in the wider community and especially these care homes and um, that, is going to come in in fits and starts um, and I think the trend is what they will be looking at so I've got a feeling that they will be very cautious again on today's uh, briefing and it may be as late as Thursday or Friday coming up to the next weekend before those figures the pattern emerges shall I say but the curve did seem promising and remember the whole point about this curve, why is it important, is because we don't want any deaths, but we need the new cases coming into the intensive care requirement need to be kept below the ability we have to have beds for those people. And of course, we have these Nightingale temporary hospitals coming online. And if you thought, well, is it going to be as bad as they think? Well, they're not building five temporary hospitals because they don't, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. That has what any prudent government would do. And, um, and as they said, it, uh, as the 
people, the interviewers have questioned them. Um, exit strategy is always under review, but they're not going to talk about exit strategy because they're afraid that people will then jump the gun and say, oh, we're in the end game now. We can ease off a little. We can go shopping more often. We can go out more wider, far in the field to go for our walks. We can uh, we can be a little bit more socially active with our neighbours. And um, that's a message they firmly don't want to do and not to, as that Welsh uh, minister said, not to undo the good, yes, the good that has been achieved from this um, um, very severe curtailing of social activity. Okay, I think I better stop there because this has been a, um, a very hard going uh, episode for me to cover. And I've got a feeling that some people have not got this far through today's episode. But tomorrow, if you are still with me, we will try and get some more uh, heartwarming stories. We will give out the, the statistics. I think we may need to brace ourselves in the next two or three days. But we will talk, especially I want to talk about that 99-year-old gentleman who is raising money for charity. I won't say what he's raised because that hopefully will have gone up again. But he set out only to raise, well, not only, but that was his target, £1,000. He smashed it. He smashed it. Come back to me tomorrow and let's hear some good stories. And that will be episode 21. And that will be more positive stories. Okay, well, this is Dave C here on Torchu. The show ID here on Torchu, if you come back to listen here, is 7910667. The um, show, um, we do have a Twitter feed, and that is never isolated, one word. We're in the categories of society and culture. If you want to search us out, I'll search us out by the name Never Isolated on iTunes, on the podcast app, and on a number of others. Very quickly, let's wrap up with uh, that. If I can, you'll find us on, um, oh, where are we? I've got a list of here somewhere. Um Pod Paradise, Luminary Podcast, Podcast Land, Overcast FM, Podbean, Castbox, Listen Notes, and um, I think did I say yes, Castbox? I said that, and yeah, um, all those. And I think the last one I mentioned was Pocket Cast, which um, I've actually got that on my <clears throat> iPad just to check how things are coming out. Okay, well. Thank you very much if you managed to stay with me all this episode. Um, hard going, but we were covering facts, mostly local facts and American facts, I must admit. We'll perhaps look more around the world next episode. That will be tomorrow, April the 15th. Keep yourself safe, follow the guidelines, and uh, hopefully see you listen back, in, back tomorrow. And I shall end the recording at that point. Thanks ever so much. Take care. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sniffs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> Smell the difference? 
When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.